I believe that it is these harder times in life that truly connect us. These challenges, these tricky, sticky spots that feel so isolating and lonely, these are the points that people connect. This is where we can connect. Let's dig through the mud together. We're so glad you're here. Join us here each week for Mudlark. you guys welcome back to the show i'm your host danny bolts this is your first time here welcome so happy you're here and if you're returning welcome back um i sound a little congesty obviously i'm sick i'm almost done being sick thank the lord um excuse my voice but anyway before we hop into today's mini solo episode, I want to read you a listener review. This one is a five-star review from Samantha Lang, one of my amazing students. Um, Five stars, title is Love This. In my opinion, this podcast isn't like most I've heard. This podcast is extremely relatable. It's an amazing listen. And if you love learning to be in touch with yourself and your feelings, this podcast is definitely for you. Thank you, Samantha. Love you so much. I really appreciate you taking time to review the podcast. It means so much. It's how the podcast gets out there. So before we dive into the episode, I want to give you possibly a little, not possibly, I'm going to give you a potential trigger warning. I do talk about some of my experiences with feeling suicidal. In the past, I talk about depression. If you are feeling low, low, low right now, I, as much as I think this could really help you, I want you to decide for yourself if you're in a place to listen to this. There is a lot of humor in it, um, which sounds funny, suicide humor, but really I have had some very dark times and it felt important to share this with you and just shed some light and also share a little bit of the humor of it all because there was some in my case, which you will hear. And I just hope you can listen to this with an open heart. And I just love you guys. I'm having so much fun with the show. I'm having so much fun interviewing such incredible people. And I really prefer interviews versus solo because obviously I have a I have a hard time taking up space. That's one of my my weaker spots. I'm growing into that. I'm growing out of that. And I really will try to keep sprinkling in solo episodes when it works and when I feel up to it because you guys seem to really like them. And anyway, without further ado, let's move on to today's solo episode. I'll see you on the other side. Hey, you guys. Danny here. So happy you're here. I'm sitting at the Montana house waiting for one of my interviewees to arrive. She's literally driving like two hours <laughs> to get here. That's how it is in Montana. She's coming from Northwest Idaho. But before she gets here, 
I wanted to record a little solo episode for you guys. It's going to be a little dark um, because like kind of more like dark humor. I don't know if you're into that kind of thing. I really like it. My best friend, Courtney and I, we, it's pretty much the basis of our friendship. And I was messaging her a couple things because we were talking about Enneagram and how I'm a seven and she's a six and oftentimes in my life, my enthusiasm has not been matched by other people unless they're a seven. Uh, if you don't know much about the Enneagram, go back to episode 15 with Cassie Knable. We touched on it. She shares a lot about it on her podcast, Rebel Heart Radio. But basically, I'm the enthusiast. That's who I am as a seven. And it's based on my childhood upbringing and what I, what kind of things I've had to do to cope in my life um, for survival. And that is to make things, I don't know, I just like lean towards enthusiasm and excitement, but I also really struggle. And so like what I was telling Courtney about, because she wasn't matching me, I was like, it's okay. Like I'm used to not being matched with the same enthusiasm. And then I like went on to kind of explain how that worked with my Enneagram type. And I was like, you know, like the time I was... I had my yoga studio in Northwest Montana and I was leading like 10 classes a week, 10 to 15 classes a week. And I was like suicidal. And that was for months. I was just in this low rock bottom. And because I leaned towards this seven of the enthusiasts, people didn't know what I was going through. Nobody had any idea that I was even struggling because I was like, insane. I was leading this yoga class. I was smiling. I was still laughing. And I wanted to share some of these things with you because I think so many people put yoga teachers on a pedestal. They think that we have our shit all together and we are, I don't know. I mean, I know Courtney looks at yoga teachers this way. That's why us being friends has like brought her a lot of clarity of the truth of the matter that we're all human beings and we just never know what people are going through. So back, back it up a little bit for, I guess I closed my yoga studio four and a half years ago, maybe somewhere in that ballpark. And I had had it for almost two years and I was going through my fucking quarter life crisis. Like I hit the all-time low. If you go back to episode three, um, that was one of my first solo episodes. That will explain this rock bottom in pretty explicit detail. Um, There's, If you really want to get to know me, (laughs) go listen to episode three and then I'll never see you again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, it was just, I was going through the hardest time of my life and all I knew to do was to continue on, continue my business, continue helping to lift others because as sevens, that's what we do. And that's just what I've always done. I try to make my mess, my message. And so much of the time I've been struggling so fucking badly when I've been doing amazing things. And I share this with you, not because I want to be like, oh, I'm such a martyr. Like, good, good job, Danielle. Good for you. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not looking for that. I'm just looking to bring you, I'm here to just like share the truth that 
you don't have to be in a perfect place to do big things. In fact, like the biggest things I've done, the biggest things I've produced content-wise, business, um, any creatively have been in the hardest of times. And even the podcast coming out, like I was kind of in this place. I mean, it was definitely coming to a smoother time in my life, but still very unknown. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. I know that I'm focusing right now on more financial awareness and really kind of restructuring my beliefs around finances. I know that. I know that I'm wanting to pay off all my debt, which isn't a ton, but I would love to talk with you guys more about money and money beliefs. So let me know if you want to talk about that because I love that shit. Um, But really, I don't know what I'm doing. And even back then, so this is one of, this isn't yet again, Courtney, one of her favorite stories. But when I would get super upset and I didn't know what to do with that anger or that sadness or hurt, I would literally punch myself in the face. <laughs> Sorry. I can't even say it without laughing and it's so fucked up and it's so weird. I don't know why I did this, but like, I mean, even when high after high and I met, I remember and it was anxiety induced. So I remember I would be feeling anxiety, but I didn't know that's what was happening. And so it was like this mix of anxiety and anger and sadness. And I would literally like make two little fists with my hands and I would be bawling and I would just be like hitting myself in the face, like not like black eye status, but like I would be like hurting myself. And I never like went on to like, cutting or doing anything where it left like forever scars or anything like that and it's that's a horrible thing and I'm so sorry if that's something you're experiencing but I do get it I get the need to like fucking hurt yourself because that kind of relieves something I don't know the psychology around it I mean I guess it's control um if any of you are have had experiences with like self-harm in that way reach out to me because I would love to just explore that and learn more about that because I definitely experienced it. And I I mean, I inflicted lots of harm emotionally on myself forever, for years, but like the actual physical harm, like I would be like, I didn't do it all the time, but I remember one day with my ex, we were like nearing the end of our relationship. And I remember sitting on our living room floor, screaming, like screaming, crying, made little fists with my hands And I started like hitting myself in the face and like on my legs. And he was like, knock it off. He's like, what are you doing? And I was, I think I probably said something like, I just fucking hate myself. I don't know exactly what I said. Probably something like that. And then I got up and I went and taught a yoga class like immediately after. And I think the thing with yoga. So I found yoga because of my my body dysmorphia and orthorexia, I was just like hating my body and was led to yoga from my old best friend. And I grew up around it. My grandpa's been practicing yoga my whole life and I always saw it, practiced a little, but it wasn't until my early twenties that I actually found it um, really for myself and fell in love with it instantly and pretty much instantly became a teacher because that's what I do. But the thing with yoga and teaching for me is it's not so much about the postures. It's 
pretty much solely emotional and being able to really move through emotions um, in a, a sacred space. So when I was going through like the punching myself in the FaceTimes, I would go teach yoga class and I would talk about self acceptance and accepting all of our feelings and I would get home feeling better. I would be li- I would feel lifted and it was fucking insane. Like I didn't tell my students then what I was doing, but I would probably now. I I don't think I'll ever punch myself in the face again, but who knows. I really hope I never do that ever again cuz I was sick and it didn't make me feel good. Um but I remember at a yoga class recently it was at the gym that I teach at. I was sitting up there and I was just, I'm very, very honest with my students. Those of you who practice with me know this. Um, but I was saying, you know, like on those low days when you kind of want to just like end things. And then the room was like quiet. And I like looked around and I was like, I'm okay, you guys. Like, I'm not like, I'm not going to end it. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to end things. I'm just like, you know, those days when things are just so fucking hard. You're like, why am I even here? And I've had students come up to me after those classes when I've talked about that topic of kind of like ending things, just feeling so seen because I think it's something so many of us experience in life is like those dark times where you're just like you don't know what the fuck you're doing and everyone seems ahead of you everyone seems like they have it together they just they're doing so well and you just feel so small and stupid and confusing and in debt and piece of shit basically and you look around you're just like what is this what is this life what is this day why am I here And I think it's within these dark, low dips that we can then spring up to heights that we didn't know were possible. And I believe this to be true for myself. I know I've always been kind of like on the manic end of like I hit these really low lows and then I kind of go high. And that's also the seven in me. Um, not to put myself in too many boxes. <laughs> seven, manic, blah, 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 blah. Capricorn. <laughs> I like it. Whatever. I kind of like these boxes for some reason. Because um, they all help me understand myself better. But I do believe like the lower we go, oftentimes the higher we go. And even though it's a good day, it is such a light, airy exciting day. I'm about to talk with an amazing woman that I've only met online and I get a my husband's hunting for us right now and I'm just in our cozy house with a crackling fire. Like things feel abundant today. I also know this won't always be the case. I also know that I'm going to have days where I'm a little monster and I feel like garbage and I feel hopeless. Um but I I think that it's really awesome that I've found practices like yoga or like sharing my truth with you guys here on the podcast, um, blogging, just being able to really the truth work of speaking exactly what it is I'm experiencing and having people that are close to me who I can trust will be able to just hold space for me. That really helps. Knowing that I have that really helps during those dark 
slippery, shitty fucking times. So if you're someone who experiences lows like that, lows like I have sometimes, I really want to support you in just finding tools that can help you during those times because they're going to keep coming. You know, I was talking about this in class the other night, how I feel like life, we in life, we are always going to be faced with challenge for fucking ever. We're never going to reach this place of enlightenment. We are just going to continue to face moments of challenge. And I don't say this to discourage you. I say this to empower you. And I like to picture it as a wave. So I picture like the ocean, I'm on the beach, I picture a wave coming in. And when you're a little kid, what do you do when a wave comes in? You jump over it or you try to jump over it. And if the tide's really rolling in, the waves are going to keep getting bigger. And I think the older we get, oftentimes the waves get bigger, but at the same time, our muscles are getting so strong and we can just jump higher. And the higher we go, kind of back to what I was just saying, like the lower we go and like the harder our drop. And when we can implement practices that really make us feel supported during these punch ourselves in the fucking face, uh, fetal position crying times, the more abundant our life is going to (laughs) be. I feel crazy talking right now. And it's weird just being in like the middle of nowhere, just talking to myself about this right now. I know I'm talking to you guys, but it's just funny. But I hope you feel less alone. I hope you feel like, okay, like yoga teachers aren't perfect. And you guys, I have met so many yoga teachers who are so fucking messy, just like me, just like you, maybe, maybe you're not messy. Good for you. Teach me your ways. (laughs) But I just don't want you to ever put any human on a pedestal. We're all humans. We all struggle. We're all messy. We're all amazing. And the more that we can speak about our struggle, I mean, that's what Mudlark is. You know, I believe that it is these harder times in life that truly connect us, these challenges, these tricky, sticky spots that feel so isolating and lonely. These are the points that people connect. This is where we can connect. And you don't have to feel alone ever because I'm here for you. I love you. I don't, we haven't even met in person, but I really love you and I feel you here. I'm going to take a deep breath. You want to take one with me? Let's take a deep inhale. Full exhale. Let's just take two more like that together. Letting shoulders drop as you breathe out. And let's take one more grounding breath. And full breath out. I do that a lot during my days. I do that a lot when I'm recording and it just always helps bring me back to my body, bring me back to this moment, bring me back to presence. And I'm just so grateful to be here with you. So grateful to share. Hopefully you got a good laugh in picturing me punching myself in the face. I hope that didn't scare you too bad. 
I, if you relate to any of the shit I talked about, if you've like been suicidal at times and you'd want to reach out, I would love to hear from you, but I'm just putting this shit out there because I believe it's what connects us and I love you and I'm going to go because I'm rambling and I want to let my dog in and I got to get ready for my next interview. Love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much as always for listening. I really appreciate you being here and just letting me be myself. So thank you. And if you have not rated or reviewed the show yet, please do. This is what helps Mudlark get into more ears and more hearts and really just changes the flow of the show, bringing more people, larger community, more collective energy of just speaking the fucking truth. Bitches! Sorry, too much. I'm hyper. I love you. Bye.